have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History title. Bang! He's back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. Here's Middleton. Giannis trailing the lob. Welcome back to The Playbook, a podcast all about the NBA and part of the All Indie Sports Network. I'd like to start off as per usual with a thanks to our title sponsor, Jack Brown Videography, the best wedding videographer in Louisville, Indianapolis, and beyond. Uh, as usual, I'm your host, Sal, joined by my co-host, Mark. Mark, how's it going? It's going good, Sal. It's going good. How are you? Uh, it's been a while since we've uh, done a regular... I mean, it's been a couple of weeks at least since we've done a, an episode, and uh, with that comes a lot of news uh, and a lot of drama, it seems, this, uh, this time around. Um, starting it off from, I believe, what was the start of either two weeks ago or last week, I'm not sure, but uh, Robert Sarver, who is the owner of the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury, which is their WNBA team, uh had some uh he he resigned and is selling the team both teams uh but mark i'm gonna let you explain that a little more because i think you're more up to date on that topic i mean essentially robert sarver just got caught with all the like whole bunch of sexism racism homophobia like oh Everything one person could do wrong, Robert Server did wrong. I th- I think with like I think there was like reports of him saying the N word and all that, and and then uh, all this like just making it harder for women and to work within the Suns organization. Um, I don't know how much of it applies to the Mercury, but essentially he's just like, what was the name of the old Clippers owner? Uh, oh, uh, ah. oh! I know Not exactly what you're talking about, though. <laughs> but he just he just kind of ran it back, essentially. Yeah, he did the same thing that. The, and uh, initially, the suspension was just a year. Chris Paul was on both of those teams, right? Chris Paul was on both of those teams. Wow! Yeah, I wonder what the Rockets owner was like when he was on the team yeah. then. Um, but Chris, okay, Chris Paul, yeah, on both of those teams. Um, initially they just suspended him for a year and while they technically can't like because I think I think when the initial suspension came out a lot of people got mad at Adam Silver for really like no good reason because what a lot of people don't understand is that Adam Silver does not run the NBA Uh, Adam Silver holds very little power he is pretty much just the spokesperson for the owners Mm mm-hmm He's made the commissioner, but he has 30 bosses pretty much. Yeah. And those are, that is each owner. And, um, and he's essentially just their rep, like their public rep. And yeah, Robert Sarver obviously expect there to be some sort of punishment, but they can't outright make him sell the team. They can just tr- attempt to pressure him. And then you saw the stuff with LeBron trying to be like, they got it wrong and all that. And which is fair enough. Um, and then paypal i think like their jersey sponsor or something like that uh, essentially we're just like we're not gonna renew we're not gonna continue our sponsorship as long as robert sarver's the owner so before you know it his investment is like crashing to the floor in terms of in terms of just value and uh he decides to sell both teams um i'm assuming the g league if they even have a g league affiliate i think that's just affiliate at the nba i think it's the same owner yeah, I, th- I think it just comes with that. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, pretty out of nowhere, really. I don't think, I, I don't know, this is never something you'd like think about. Yeah, and it was it was I, Donald Sterling, by the way. That's the Donald name that you're Sterling. looking for. Yeah. Um, the coach, the or owner of the Clippers in the past. Um, yeah, that was that was crazy, really out of nowhere, like you said. Um, and I I think we heard about him saying racial slurs before this this whole thing came out with the uh, with the more dramatic things that he was accusations that he had. I swear I remember hearing about that or something. Uh, during the summer, but maybe, um, yeah, I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I um I guess that just advanced with the accusations, um, which kind of leads into our next huge topic, which is probably the biggest topic of the week, um, Ime Udoka, who I believe was in wow. the coach of the year running last year, right? Was he Absolutely. in the top yep. three? Yep. Um, and, and even if he, he didn't, wasn't, he didn't he totally win it, it. But uh, he was a really good coach, rookie coach, coming in for the Incredible. Celtics to replace um, uh, Brad uh, Brad Stevens, right? That's yeah, who yeah. It then uh, became his boss. Yeah, Brad Stevens hired him, and uh, yeah, Brad Stevens hired him to replace him. And mm-hmm. uh, really good coach turned around, had Celtics were doing historic things last season. Um, and he just got suspended for the upcoming season, 2022-23, uh, due to having a consensual relationship with another female staff member, uh, part of the, which is, uh, she's also part of the Celtics. And uh, he also, um, the problem in itself was just that, having a staff relationship, I believe, which was the problem. But it's also bad that Ime himself... Well, he's not married to this woman, but he has been with this woman for uh, I can't remember her name, but he has Me two along. kids. He has yeah, he has two kids with uh, her, and I guess he cheated on her uh, with the Celtic staff member. Um, and in the workplace, especially in such a big organization, that's an important organization that's not really tolerated, and. Um, yeah, it just sucks for the Celtics because I think just a couple of days before that, they got the uh, info on um, Robert Williams got injured. Um, and to follow up, Ime Udoka goes down for the season. So uh, their assistant coach is going to be interning for the next season. Uh, and Ime Udoka had the opportunity to just resign as a whole, and I think he was able to go sign somewhere else. Uh, but he's going to stay with the Celtics. And, um, yeah, whole crazy thing. Mark, what are your thoughts on this? Um, let's be real. Ime Yudoka's an idiot. Like, yeah. you literally had everything going for you. Um, very good coach, especially, like, that turnaround the Celtics had midseason became, like, arguably the best defensive team ever. Yeah, um, yeah I like, I don't. Uh, I, I, I can't, I can't understand why anyone would ever do this. Um, obviously don't know who the staffer is, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's wild that he would throw everything out just for this relationship. And honestly, like, I don't know if you've heard what Matt Barnes has said about it. Matt Barnes is definitely someone very connected in the NBA. Um, yeah, I heard about that. That he like he, he tweeted about it and he deleted it. Yeah, he was pretty much just like, it goes way deeper than you think. Mm-hmm. So, 
I, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's, there's more to it than just the relationship, how big of a, how big of a role did that relationship take, like, did that take away from team activities, is that the issue, um, yeah, I, I, that's, that's kind of where it comes into question, where was it just, was it just, like, they were just doing stuff out, off the, like, outside of work time, or was it interfering with that, um, but, then they go and hire this new guy, Joe, Joe Matsua, yeah, right? And did like you that. hear about what happened with him? No. Uh, I didn't hear about what happened with him. Um, I'm going to let you uh, get to that in a second. But, uh, yeah, it's just a whole crazy thing. Um, and Matt Barnes did say that uh, – I, I can't remember which podcast Matt Barnes was on when he said it, but uh, he basically – uh, tweeted something uh, disapproval of uh, what Ime did, and then he deleted it because um, some of the things that Matt Barnes had to say, he didn't want to elaborate with on Twitter because um, the sources like obviously aren't confirmed and all reliable, but they technically are, but he doesn't want to get in the whole mix. So he uh, took that down and just um, apologized for getting in mess that I guess wasn't his. Yeah, I really think Matt Barnes should kind of just either say what's up or not talk because really he's just creating more problems by just kind of leading people on, I guess. But back to Joe Matsula or mm-hmm. what whatever his name is. Um he's been arrested. Wait, when? Um or I don't know if yeah, or sorry, charged. Charged, not arrested. Uh, no, or both. Um, so for, for so Joe, uh, while he was at West Virginia in college, like playing college basketball, West Virginia point guard Joe Mansula has developed a rather unfortunate habit of finding his way into police blotter. The first incident came in 2008 when he was charged with underage drinking, which for a college student, like let's be real, is not the end of the world. But then, but then, aggravated assault. Uh, he allegedly grabbed a woman by the neck, um, and then he, uh, he was, yeah, charges of domestic battery of a woman, and then he also got caught urinating in public. <laughs> That's a charge? Well, it's, like, I'm assuming it's not just, like, he walked into, like, an empty back lane or whatever, like, probably, like, there were tons of people around, um, but apparently alcohol was involved that time again. Now, to be fair, I don't really... I don't think the underage drinking. Well, their underage really... drinking is twenty-one, right? Yeah, so, so... It, it's not that's the one that stands out is the aggravated assault. Obviously, yeah. You just had this issue with this one coach involving himself with a woman the way he shouldn't have. But how long ago was and... that charge? Uh, two, two thousand eight. Uh, I mean, it's like a, uh, it's it's like like a full-grown adult at that though. point. It's like a full-grown. <laughs> I don't know, like, you say all this stuff about, like, like women's activism and all that, the Celtics, whatever, and then you hire a guy who's choked yeah, a woman out. That's true. But he's already been, he, he was already with the Celtics, though, so it's He not was, like, but not the head coach. Yeah, but, I mean, typically, assistants... Like, not all assistants speak... Sometimes. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's still kind of, It looks kind of... Like, he, I'm, he was asked about it, and he said he's not the same person, but... 
I mean, uh, what else was is he going to say, really? Years ago. Who knows? But, like, wh- like, what else? Like, even if even if he, wa- like, was the same person, obviously he's not going to go out, right, and say, like, yeah, I still pee in public and all that. But, um, yeah, no, it's just kind of like, huh, you didn't really... You like, I guess you have a different guy now, but this guy kind of has prior issues you got to think about. Um, but I wonder what happens in the locker room. Because you would like, you would see all of these like clips of the Celtics and all of this seems to be really good in the locker room. And I'm sure it's not going to be like the, like, I'm sure it's good because this isn't a new guy, right? He's been around before, so it shouldn't be as bad for the players if it was a totally new coach, but... I, I don't know. It's still kind of like. I don't think they'll be as good this year well, without yeah, him. I don't think even the Celtics owner said that they're not the best team. That he doesn't think that they're gonna make the. They're gonna run it back to the finals, because there's no. so many. He thinks there's so many teams that are honestly kind of better. Um, and okay, the Celtics, how many are the there? Celtics going into this off season came out as like some of the biggest winners, right? They had a healthy team. They signed Danilo, lose him immediately. They have one of the best coaches, just lost him. Uh, Robert Williams, injured again. Um, they got Malcolm Brogdon, though. Uh, That's a significant addition. Who they really also, didn't give up a lot. I guess we can just talk about this Brogdon thing now, is that the Pacers um, gave Brogdon the choice of where he wanted to get traded to, and uh, he wanted to go to Boston because he said he wanted to win, and that's what the Pacers did for him. Um now, the other teams that were in the running for Brogdon, I believe, were the Knicks and the Wizards. I think the Wizards were the most primary one. Um, and the Pacers walked out of the Celtics deal with, uh, I guess, I'm not going to say Tice's significance. So they got out of there with Neesmith and a pick, I believe. I can't remember if it was protected. I think it was protected. I think right? it was protected. So uh, I think it was lottery protected or something. So they didn't get a whole lot. Means, yeah, they didn't get a whole lot. Um, and like even if they got like the Wizards pick or the Wizards lottery protected pick or something else or maybe like a couple... Uh, it's still a good thing for the Pacers because, I mean, as you see all these players leaving Indiana, especially like five years ago, recent, most recently with Paul George and all the shade that he's thrown at Indiana for not being a like respectful franchise to their players and stuff, um, I think it's more of a reputation move for Indiana. It's not like Brogdon was this huge superstar anyways, so letting him pick where he wants to go and getting maybe slightly less. Maybe it was the same value if he got traded to Washington, but letting him choose where he wants to go, especially for a team that is in uh, the same conference and competing against Indiana multiple times a year, uh, giving him the choice to get where he wanted to be is a good thing for both parties, I guess. I mean, the Pacers got fleeced. Oh yeah, but like that's they kind of the point. They were they're not trying. I, to... I know, I understand, but like, and I know you still have to match money and whatnot. But uh, yeah, they got fleeced. Um, what are your? Which doesn't so do mean you, like, it's a bad thing for the Pacers that they do you, got fleeced. Do you hold? Do you hold Malcolm Brogdon in the same spot as you hold Vo? Like as skill of, like, level? He's a snake? No, no, he's, he's like a snake and all that. Just yes or no? No, not Brog- Brogdon said he was willing to be with the rebuild. What if he asked for Miami? Now Brogdon was the whole. No, I wouldn't. That wouldn't bother me if he asked. Like it's not like he. What if he said Miami? What? What if he said Miami? That'd be fine. That'd be fine. Look, Brogdon. I don't like Brogdon for other reasons, which I can't get onto this on this podcast. 
Uh, but he Brogdon does have me blocked on Instagram on my main Instagram. But I'm not going to go into, I'm not gonna <laughs> go into detail why he's blocked us both. But uh, it's some political issues that we're not going to touch upon on this podcast. But anyways, um, the whole Victor thing with uh, allegedly, I, I don't really hold any uh, ill will against VO anymore. But at the time, uh, Victor was uh, assumed to be asking the Miami Heat and the Toronto Raptors if he could play with them in front of them and more prominently the Heat because when they lost to them and got swept in the playoffs in the bubble apparently he was asking if he could play with them which I guess I'm kind of over that now but um yeah yeah it's it's fine that's 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 how it should be that's how it yeah. should be Players don't know anything to franchises, um, but Brogdon's a big was a big ad for the Celtics, honestly. Um, but yeah, the Gallo miss is big. Can't really replace it, even if you try. Um, otherwise, they're pretty healthy though, and I mean, if hopefully if Tatum, well, Robert Williams, yeah, can't, I can't really predict his health. You also can't predict Brogdon's health. No, nope. uh, but um, two guys that are injury prone. Brown and Tatum, if they continue to get better. Marcus Smart. I mean, I still don't think Marcus Smart's actually that good. I, don't I still think don't think the he's Celtics that good. team is that good. There's, there's at least three teams I'd pick over the Celtics. Three. Yeah, Bucks. So. Bucks. Heat. Heat. Sixers. And that's Sixers. Actually, that's, four. that's four then. That's four. I take Sixers. Sixers. Too. Yeah. I'm a big believer in the Sixers this season. And the Why? Nets. I totally forgot what about makes, the Nets. But what the makes Nets you 100%. A belie- what makes you a believer in the 76ers? Um, I, I've seen all these clips of Doc and uh, Harden talking it up. Harden lost 100 I'm, pounds? Yeah, Harden lost 100 pounds. Do I'm, you believe I'm thinking that? Harden's, no, not 100. Obviously no, not there's 100, no way he lost 100. Like, probably like 30, 40 pounds. Or 30-ish. I think Harden was 100% exaggerating when he said that. Oh, no. If he but, lost 100 pounds, he'd be hospitalized. No, if Harden was 100 let's, pounds let's and he lost 100 pounds, you'd see the 100 pounds on him last season. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, Harden was definitely not that big last season. Like, he was, he was like, he, he had, like, some chunkiness He's chunkier, but, like, but now he's he wasn't thinned out. Pounds. He's, he's looking like he looked a few years ago, and I'm hoping, like, just, like, based on his actual appearance, not on his, like, play level, but... I think this is going to be a better, like, even though Harden didn't really play bad last season, like, he was still great, but, like, offensively, he just needs to have that confidence and have that leadership that he had when he was in Houston, which I think maybe, like, could come back to some extent at this point. Like, Doc Rivers is saying, like, he wanted to give James the ball in late-game situations and have James not, like, be able to, like, get win them games instead of giving a 10 beat every time. So... I mean, I, you know, you have Tyrese Maxey, who's became the third best player on the team. Tobias Harris is not a guy to kind of brush over. He's still pretty good, but more of like like one of those better role player type guys. Um, they got picked up P.J. Tucker, uh, Montrez. I think they're a great team. They have still have no depth. Yeah, their depth is kind of lacking, but they have picked up some of uh, Harden's former teammates. They got uh, Montrez. Uh, Montrez is a bum. Daniel House. <laughs> Also a bum. Hey, D'Anthony Melton's good, though. D'Anthony Melton's very good. Um, PJ Tucker, very PJ good. PJ Tucker's good. Uh, who else? They got Matisse Thibault. They have no wings. Um, they got Matisse is about it, though. Matisse can't. I know, but he, like, offensively, he's bad. He's, um, like, bottom like, of like the NBA Like, liability. Bad. Yeah. 
and then uh, hopefully he can just develop like some sort of like three and Dness. But uh, we've been waiting four years for that. And um, Shake Milton is is he even on the team anymore? Yeah, he what he is. I remember okay. two years ago he was pretty good, and then last season you didn't hear much about him. No. Nope. Um, and Paul Reed, I guess, has been okay for them last season. Um, but anyways, yeah, Sixers. We don't need to talk about them too much. But I just think they're better than the Celtics. So, yeah, as long as they're healthy, yeah, obviously. And Bede's health, playing fully healthy is obviously the most important thing. Okay, um, well, you talked about the East contenders, I guess. I mean... There's not only drama, like, back to the Suns, I guess, because their whole franchise is just a disaster right now. Uh, forget the off-court stuff. On the court, Jay Crowder, first of all, very important guy for them, is, like, just, like, not... It's it's He's not going to play for the Suns again. And then DeAndre Ayton, who they just paid big money, they just matched the Indiana's offer to, he obviously does not want to be there. Like, yeah, not so at all. Let's, let's talk about that. Uh, going back to Jay Crowder thing first. Uh, so there's this tweet by, I believe, one of the Suns reporters talking about, like, what to look for at training camp. And one of the bullet points that he was talking about was, will Cam Johnson or Jay Crowder start this season? And Jay Crowder responds, uh, number 99 won't be there, in all caps. So uh, basically publicly saying that he doesn't want to be in Phoenix anymore. And shortly after that, there was a report saying that uh, both Crowder and the Suns organization is mutually has mutually agreed to move on and find a new destination for him. Uh, a team that I'd like to see him on would, would be the Sixers. Um, I don't know how they can make it possible, but that'd be very good for them. Uh, Mavericks would be cool for him. Uh, going back, back to, to Dallas. Um, yeah, I, I, those are my top two destinations I'd like to see Drake Caterpillar play for. And then obviously, like, you got the Lakers. <laughs> but, like, the Lakers, no. Uh, they're always in the mix for everyone, though. Um, Miami. Bring yeah, Miami. Miami. Yeah, Miami. Jay Crowder could go back there. Um, Milwaukee. Yeah. A- oh, Milwaukee. Literally any contender. Yeah, any, any contender could use Jay Crowder at this point. Uh, any contender. Um, um, so, yeah, basically he asked out, and the Suns have – uh, are going to grant his wish by the end of this offseason, I think. Um, and talking about the Phoenix Suns' chances at being successful in the playoffs, I no. am very low on them. Absolutely uh, none. They fell off, and they're going to fall off even harder this year. Um, and after this year, who knows what Chris Paul's retirement situation is going to be. I, I don't know how many years he's got left in the tank. Because um, after this year, how old is he going to be? Like 36. Or something like that. If he's not already thirty-seven, yeah, I think he's be going like thirty-eight in two seasons. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be near forty. Yeah, and um, I don't see him. I don't see him playing when he's forty personally. Um, he's but, he's Chris Paul is getting his money. Right yeah. now, Chris Paul is getting his money. I think Fair after enough. his contract, he might be done. Um, yeah, I can see that. Unless he wants to try and do a one-year on contender somewhere else. Uh, but after Steve this Nash. contract with the Phoenix, I think he's done. Um, but. More importantly, uh, DeAndre Ayton in the media day, uh, which you just briefly touched upon, uh, when asked about his reaction to being uh, matched on the Pacers' offer, uh, he said, uh, and what were the thoughts that were going through his head? He just said, uh, asked if he was happy to be in Phoenix. He said, yeah, and then he didn't say anything after. And the reporter asked, 
is that all you have to say? And he's like, yes. <laughs> like, he just looks so angry. Not a single smile. Uh, looks like he wanted to be in Indiana. Um, which I've actually it's heard. Crazy uh, thing to I can't say. remember who said that, but uh, someone said that, um, some reporter said that a lot of players want to play with Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, really young, younger guys. So good. Which would be good, really good for Aiden's career to play with Tyrese, probably. So... I think Tyrese can unlock something in him more so. I think the best way to unlock Aiden is to just not have anyone else, really. Yeah. Because, like, Aiden in college and then in high school even was this, like, mega ball-dominant big. And then in Phoenix, offensively, he's kind of just been relegated to, like, the occasional post-up and then, like, mostly just, like, finishing around the rim, right? Yeah. And I feel like if he went to... He signed with Indiana to join that young team where he'd be... uh, like could potentially be the number one guy offensively. Um, well, Tyrese isn't really on off. It hasn't really been. I mean, they obviously want to expand Tyrese's thing, but I think that he could get some close to equal opportunities as Tyrese if they are playing together. If that happens, this this Pacers might kill everything before it even gets started. <laughs> You're not rocking with Aiton and. Aiden I think it's good, and I think it'd be good. Like, I think they'd be a good duo, but don't mess with Tyrese. Like, that's all it kind of... Yeah, I know. Tyrese like, comes first. The Pacers have this guy that how they possibly ended up with him, I will never understand. Because this guy is different. Like, this guy is... Wow. Um, Yeah, if Aiden comes in and, like, honestly... I'm kind of I don't know how I totally feel about it. I remember going into call like his college and all that. He was already the projected one number one guy and everything, so it's not like I was early on him. But I was like I was a big fan of his and all that. And then you see in Phoenix what's happened, especially with Monty. It seems like they don't get along very well. Oh yeah, think... apparently he hasn't spoken to Monty since Game Seven of that Dallas series. And even before then, it didn't seem like they were getting along well at all. Um, but and I think a lot of that has to do with how limited off- offensively Aiton's been by Monty, uh, even though it's not like he was like super, super like a big focal point before, anyways. But yeah, no, I like I can't. I I don't know. Is there some some sort of attitude issue there or anything like that? I really have no idea, so it's hard to say. But I I can understand the frustration, but at the same time, it's for the very obvious betterment of the team, letting it run through Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Then, well you so so what's your ceiling on the Suns team second round yeah me too second round I also the team is just like like a lot team of is just teams. not as good and look we gotta like start talking about Devin Booker more I'm not a fan of Devin Booker really I'm not a fan He's yeah, also I not. I, I think he's, he's a little a rated higher than he should be. He, I, I still think, think he's, he's kind of same in that up, same in that same tier as like Levine, Dimitch, and and those guys. I think he's not too far like away from them. Yeah, I, th- I think he's better than go- those guys. To be fair, but I don't be better, think but like, I think they're like very. He's not basically in, that, like, in the same tier. Like, I don't think like he's a James massive Harden. like a whole tier above. No, he's not in that like upper echelon of two guards, I guess, or like scoring no. guards. Like, he's, he's this crazy scorer and all that, but essentially it kind of boils down as to, like, 
how hard is it to replace a player like Devin Booker? You see the amount of scoring guards that don't do a whole lot in defense, average passers, average playmakers, but really, really good shot makers. You see a lot of those guys come through the NBA, especially like as we're getting like as the skill level is going up and up in the league. You see like more guys that are capable, and it just kind of boils down to like how hard is he to replace? Um, and he isn't. I don't think. I think he's like obviously not easy to replace and it'll probably require a top pick but he's not young anymore by any stretch right like what he's like 25 now 26 almost yeah I don't know, he, he can't be young at this this is isn't this like his eighth year in the nba or something yeah but he's i think came in and he's, i thought he was 18 when he was first in his first season so he's like 26 then 25 26 sounds right he Never. is 25 yeah, but so his birthday is October thirtieth. So okay, so he's t- he's so like he's 26, actually twenty six by the start right? of the NBA season. You can't call him a young guy anymore. You can't even like you can't give him like there's no more development period. No. And don't forget, before Chris Paul showed up, Devin Booker had never played in the playoffs before. Yeah. Now was that totally his fault? No. No, that'd be stupid to say, because the West has always been good. But what are the Suns once Chris Paul's done? Nothing. They have to rebuild. Nothing. <laughs> They're gonna have to rebuild. But you can't. I know. They screwed they... themselves over with this Aiton deal. If you think they, about it. Yeah, they did. You've got like thirty million a year. That's why no Aiton. one apparently like it was kind of unexpected for them to match it. I mean, I I think that I think that's pretty pretty dumb to like not expect them to match it because there's no way they just let him walk for free, right? You just spent a number one overall pick on him. He didn't want to be there. But he was too valuable. A number one overall pick for you. But they could have. But what they could have done is they could have signed and traded. But for what? Turner, Duarte, and uh, Cleveland's pick. That's what it would have been. And what was Cleveland's pick in the end? Uh, lottery protected next year. So not a whole lot. Okay, but it's better than like I mean like Miles Turner is like probably going to give you similar production plus space the floor. I don't. Th- no. No. I don't think so. You don't, don't think, think he so. could. I don't. Think, and then, but don't then think. you get another guy off the bench as a scorer, which they didn't really have a lot of bench scorers last year. I don't know how good you think Chris Dorte is. But he can score, and that's what he's been doing. What did he average like twelve points a game or something like that last season? Yeah, but he was playing through injuries last season. Yeah. Okay. Um, he started really good though. I remember yeah. his start. He started. Yeah, really and then good. he got his little toes injuries. He gets these little toe injuries all the time. Chris Dorte also wants to be a baseball, for those that didn't see that. Yeah. Read oh the uh, Pacers. Incredible. Uh, There's the like Pacers, their first day back in school, right? Things. Yeah, the There's first day in school thing. Every NBA team is doing it. And I see yeah. the Pacers one, and I see Duarte, and I'm just reading it because, like, and I see when I grow up, I want to be a baseball. And I'm like, <laughs> and I have to double take. I'm like, wait, what? And, and, it said, I, and then it said, I am blank years old. And he said, I am Chris Duarte years old. He's not wrong. He's, pre- he's, pre- he's not wrong there. Um, so he's clearly not the smartest individual in the world. Um, let's give him the lang- language barrier benefit of the doubt, even though he's probably yeah. been in the U.S. for like close to 10 years. At well, he was in Canada for a long time. So, okay, so you know, I'll guy. still give it to him. I'll still give it to him. He's a Montreal just, just but um native i guess yeah so 
Yeah, I don't think, like, I don't know, maybe they're thinking, maybe if, Mon like, when Chris Paul is gone, maybe Monty will be gone, and then they can do something with Aiden, because they did sign him for four years, Chris Paul is not going to be around another four years, probably, uh, maybe they're still banking on Booker and Aiden doing something later, or if they trade Aiden later, they could probably get more out of him, if he continues to play the way he was, because at least now he's signed, so, like, the Suns have all the leverage, because, let's say Aiden wants to sit out, He's not going to sit out, like, three years of his career at this point. That'd be literally career-ruining. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know, because you can't rebuild now. Booker's making too much. Aiton's making too much. And they're going to be, like, fine. They're not going to be, like, top of the lottery. I don't know. How, they're not a free agent destination. I mean... Obviously, this whole Robert Sarver thing kind of throws the name of the organization in the mud. So, it's still going to be, like, weird for guys to want to come there even after he sold the team. So, are, are, are the Suns going to enter, like, that Pacers realm when uh, when Chris Paul's done? Sooner or later, it's going to happen. Sooner They're also paying Mikal Bridges, if you, you Mikhail, Oh, Mikal Bridges absolutely deserves that money, though. Yeah, but he's... If not But more. that, like, just kind of... Stagnants there. Yeah, but Mikael um, Bridges is trade possibility. so. Mikael Bridges, I know he's not the best player on the Suns, but he, in my eyes, he's the best player on the Suns. <laughs> Mikael Bridges um, is like the ultimate, just basketball player. I don't know. He's just incredible. All right. Doesn't he also lead the league in plus minus the last two years? Couldn't I tell you. Does I think he does? I think I saw it on Twitter. Um. Let's talk about uh, one more main thing that happened, uh, being the NBA and the NBA Players Association lowering the draft age eligibility to 18. So you're going to get high school kids um, coming straight from high school to the league. Uh, and I can't remember, we should have wrote down what year that would take effect in. But I think um, it's after this upcoming year. Yeah, so... So Bronny's the first year, I think. Yeah. I wonder why they did it. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why they did it. <laughs> that yeah. makes a whole lot more sense now. <laughs> and you get Bryce quicker too. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if LeBron's gonna last till Bryce. If he, he wants to. to, if he plays with both of his, imagine teams, that. That's gonna be insane. That'd be the craziest. Like that. Imagine, like... imagine if Zuri was a was a guy and <laughs> and we were just and he waited for them to get to the NBA. That'd be wild. Because Zuri's, what, like, four or something like that? But, um, yeah, no. I mean, honestly, if anyone could do it, it's probably LeBron. He's, he's a, like, he's a genetic freak and all that. LeBron will probably play till he's, like, 40-something. He can, he, like, yeah, he, he's, he's fine. He's honestly fine. But, um, yeah, lowering the, honestly, I didn't, I didn't know it was age. I thought it was just one year removed out of high school. Yeah, it's one year after, it's, like... So then, um, because, like, look, Devin Booker just got drafted at 18. Like, wasn't Dyson Daniels? Or no, not I think Dyson. Dyson. No, Josh, was, Josh Primo was 18. Josh Primo was 18. Yeah. Jabari, I think, was just, like, just but it's 19. it's just, like, they just finished their, um... Like, I think it's just... I like think he just had to do a year of something else. A year out so after like high gap, school. Like, a gap of something. Like, like Anthony Simons did that, like, training year. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, what's his face? Oh, what's that guy on the Thunder? Tall, Darius Baisley did stuff with New Balance for a year, remember? No. Like, he did stuff with them instead of going to college. 
Yeah, I don't like I don't I didn't know his age to be honest. I thought it was just one year removed out of yeah, school. Yeah, it's age. Um But then how did Oh, whatever. I mean, I don't really care too much about this. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, either do I. <laughs> but I feel like this might screw a lot of a lot of players over cuz they're going to think they're ready for the NBA. They're going to yeah, get drafted. Yeah, it's, it's scary, but it's also good. Like I so... think I th I, you yeah, gotta I really be sold on a guy to take him high when he's 18. I read about high school. I read about this like I've heard about this thing in hockey actually. Um, in like the minor leagues of hockey, there's this certain age you have to be to I think get drafted to the because in hockey you have to get drafted to the minor leagues before you can get drafted to like a major league if you're not going to college. And then I think there's like a certain age you have to be to get drafted to the minor leagues. I think it's 16. Uh, I can't be certain. But then some players can get special exception to be drafted at 15, I think. I think it's 15. But it's, I know for sure some players can get like a special exception to get drafted a year early to the minor leagues. So what? And like you have to be this like mega elite, like superstar, that like otherworldly type player. I think you have to pass some like cognitive tests, some like mental tests, physical tests. Like you have you have to. You have to qualify for it and also be this insane player. And what I'm thinking is like, why wouldn't the NBA kind of implement something similar? Because, like, what I feel like what might happen is there might be some guys that are like borderline there, but not quite ready for the NBA. Probably do need a year development. Just go straight in and just essentially just get screwed for a like screwed over. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I th feel like if they looked at it, like, granting special permission, I feel like that could be interesting. Yeah. And I guess, like, I guess a lot of players probably won't choose to go straight out of high school. Only the top guys are going anyways. Yeah. Like, LeBron-esque guys. And... Dwight Howard, Kobe. Yeah. But there are also some, yeah. like, guys. I don't know, like, all the players who've been drafted out of high school off the top of my head, but there are definitely guys who got drafted out of high school who were just not good. Like, there was not. It was not just LeBron, Kobe, Dwight Howard type players. There were definitely some busts in there. Um, yeah, of course. And I, I don't know who they are. I mean, makes sense that I don't know who they are. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like that'd be pretty cool if they did that. Then you would have like, hmm. I don't think Bronny would qualify for the special permission to be honest, because I think he's like the thirty-fifth ranked player in his class, and normally this is like the one top guy. Like, I'm pretty sure in hockey, there have only been, like, eight people to ever get it. So, like, LeBron would qualify for it. Um, I mean, LeBron literally had pay-per-view on his high school game, so, <laughs> which is wild. But, yeah, I don't know. I thought that'd be cool. I don't know. It's exciting, uh, I guess. We'll see what happens, especially both of our teams are rebuilding, so we'll see what happens. Um, let's talk about – I know we talked about the Nets uh, briefly about – they're them being better than uh, Celtics, in my opinion. At least I don't know what you said, but um, Ben Simmons was recently uh, invited onto the Old Man in the Three, which is JJ Reddick's podcast, which is the only other podcast I watch. Um, but uh, yeah, JJ Reddick uh, has been trying to get Ben Simmons on the podcast, apparently, and he finally uh, finally did. Uh, and Ben Simmons talked a lot about. Um, Philly and how the whole thing went down um, and how you know the 
organization really wasn't there for him when uh, when he wanted help. And uh, I think when he wasn't ready to play in one of these practices or something, he told Doc um, that he like he couldn't, he didn't want to play like his back and like it was stress and all that stuff. And he was sitting there. And I think two minutes into the game, into the scrimmage or whatever, Doc Rivers tells him to get in the game, like completely ignoring what Simmons was saying, um, which obviously isn't good. I'm not a uh, I'm not a Ben Simmons hater. I think we both stated that before. Um, I'm and, a Ben Simmons super fan now. Yeah, I, I like Ben Simmons a lot, and that interview that he did was really good. Um, and he doesn't have any like ill will towards um, Sixers fans or uh, d- didn't really express too much of that. He still owns his apartment there um, and he still appreciates his time being there. Um, but he said that and also, oh, I don't know if you saw this, but Steve Nash uh, just quoted uh, was quoted uh, saying when he was asked about Ben Simmons, he said that um, Ben Simmons doesn't need to take a jump shot for this whole for his whole tenure on this organization, and I'd be okay with it. Uh, and he said that Ben Simmons, we're happy to have him here, and he fits the roles that we want. And, uh, yeah. Oh, no. Let's hope that's not the reality and that Ben Simmons Even though Ben Simmons said shots. that he'd take 20 jump shots per, ga- per game next season if he had to prove some people wrong. Yeah, hopefully he definitely takes... I think he's probably going to take a couple, a few game, uh, three, think, three pointers. That is. Yeah, I'm hoping he's taking like at least two a game. Yeah. Um, yeah if Sabonis could do it, he can do it. I I guess yeah. I Sabonis mean, made like 13 threes two years ago, and then last year he made like 50 or something. Hey man, all I want Ben Simmons is to make two in one game. And that's possible. I think that's all you gotta do is shoot them to start making them. Like that's exactly. bonus shooting like, like three he, threes a game last year. Ben Simmons needs my type of confidence when playing basketball. When I go to a run, when I we we have uh, this friend of ours, uh, him and I live nearby, and we, in the summer, not this past summer but the one before, we would go to runs in the same like outdoor court, and. I would be in the I was so bad, but the only reason I'd ever get picked up was because this guy was really good, and he'd vouch for me, and he'd be like, "Pick him up, he's good, he's good, he's good." And you're tall. And then, yeah, but what I would do without hesitation every single time I touch the ball outside of the arc, I don't care if I'm O of ten, O of twenty. I haven't made one in two weeks. I launched it. No, I don't care if there's an open lane in front of me. Free layup. Launch the bad boy. And that's launch that said. thing. You drop your supporting hand, and it's a bucket. Launch, launch it. Did, what was my what was my percent? Was what was I shooting at? Probably like saw like six percent. But did I care? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. Yeah, your, your, your defensive intimidation. That's what Ben Simmons. He needs always to be like. used to scare me. That's what Ben Simmons needs to be like. He just needs to just shoot it. Cause really, I guarantee you, if he misses, no one cares. Yeah. At I least he's shooting them now. Like when Doc said, or was it Doc? I think it was Doc. Yeah, his like his last year in Philly. Was it Doc? Was Doc the coach's last? Like yeah. his last like playing year in Philly. I mean. Yeah. Or whoever was pretty much just like just shoot shoot the ball. Like I I don't care if you miss. Like just shoot it, and that's what he needs to do. Um, 
but obviously even if he doesn't shoot he can still be super super impactful i mean even as a defender like ignore the whole offensive side he's like one of the best defenders in the nba so um yeah i i, I hope for the best for ben Simmons, and i hope he like goes off against the sixers because Look, he said he doesn't have yeah. any animosity towards those fans. I am. Oh, I, he's I, lying. <laughs> he's, I he's going into that game knowing he's, that he's he has he's to be the mad. guy. He's yeah. mad. Yeah. He hates those fans. He hates that franchise. He probably yeah. doesn't really like Joel Embiid anymore either. No. No, like Joel Embiid threw him under the bus. Doc threw him under the bus. The only guy that the only like significant person in that franchise that did not throw him under the bus was Tobias Harris. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, like everyone else on that franchise, he should just like. He He's should, probably he should want to come Matisse after. Too. Well, I'm, I don't. I don't care. Because they're Matisse. Aussie boys. I don't care about Matisse. I don't care. I'm talking like significant players. But um, um, he should he should go after that game and just be like, if that's the imagine. Here's my dream scenario. Okay. F- first game in Philly. Nets versus Sixers in Philly, right? Prime time game. Everyone's watching national TV. Ben Simmons breaks the three point record. <laughs> Imagine that. That is. The he'd be dream. the best. He'd be the best player in the NBA if he could shoot threes at a high clip. That is literally. That is literally my dream scenario for the season. If that happens in the season, I don't care what else happens. <laughs> that would make. I want to so see Ben Simmons in the finals. I want to see Ben Simmons just dunk on the Sixers. Um. Let's talk about some injuries. And some updates to injuries. Um, now, we already talked about media day. So I'm just going to briefly brush over this because we all know Zion's healthy. And he looks a lot better. He looks uh, skinnier. In his, in his appearance, he looks a lot skinnier. And he claims to be in his best playing shape he's ever been in. And he feels amazing. Um, and he's ready to go preseason. He's healthy. Good for him. Happy for him. Never been one to make fun of Zion and his weight, so uh, I'm ready for him to. I mean, he's a human highlight reel, right? So I'm excited to see him back in the in on the court. Um, Absolutely and, a generational talent. Yeah, of course. And uh, same with Kawhi; he's also back, uh, and kind of the opposite of Zion. Kawhi looks um, more muscular and thicker. Uh, Kawhi and looks. Big. Yeah, Kawhi looks really big, and uh, he's also ready for the preseason. Uh, he's been playing scrimmages. He's healthy, uh, and yeah, his quads look huge. You know what else looks huge? What? Kawhi's butt is massive. <laughs> <laughs> he's huge. Like I know, I know there are like the edited pictures going around, and they were like, like they were like ripping through his shorts or whatever, but. In the like actual picture, Kawhi's, Kawhi's upper half looks like just slightly bigger. Yeah. But his lower half looks like he just doubled it doubled in size. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm I don't think Kawhi's expecting to play a lot of games this year though. Still, I think that he's still gonna be like well, very. Yeah, they're gonna try and manage. Game. They're gonna probably manage him and Paul George throughout oh, the season. They like they don't That's care. If they do. only play like 35, 40 games in a season as long as they get. Like, I wouldn't solid focus on what uh, seed I'd be like. I just focus on getting to the playoffs, being healthy. Yeah. Obviously, they you don't want to be the eighth seed and play the worst team. I mean, the best no, team. They just need to be the sixth seed. Like, so yeah, they don't have to go for like the six. Yeah, I just go for six at that point. Avoid the play in. And, uh, I mean, you've got Paul George, Kawhi, John Wall. You've got a super team. Like, not as not super team, but like a really good team. Yeah. So, they, yeah. Could, they I don't know. 
And John Wall has been looking really good. Um, John Wall almost lost his foot. Yeah, we actually didn't brush it. We didn't talk about that, but it kind of leads perfectly right into it. Yeah, John Wall apparently almost has foot amputated. Um, wow, That's, which is nuts. That is insane. That came out of no like it, it was from like infections when he tore his Achilles or something like that. Yeah, like, that just he just dropped the bomb. He was pretty much like, yeah, I almost had my foot amputated. And wow. Yeah. I'm really hoping for a good comeback from John Wall. I like John Wall. I like John Wall. He was on the rocks and all that. Can't say anything negative about him. I like John Wall. I liked him before. He's a good player. I hope he does well. If he can be the third guy for the Clippers, and he can be like... If he can even be the level that he was his first year in Houston, the Clippers are like scary, scary. So... Yeah, he was good in Houston. He was very good in Houston his first year when he actually played. Yeah, it was like 20, 22 points and something like six assists, seven assists. Something around there. But he's really good. Um, yeah, no, he's. I hope it all works out for him. Um, there's one more kind of big Yeah, let's talk thing. about someone who doesn't look good. Um, Lonzo Ball. Uh, now, he's had this lingering, lin, uh, lingering injury. I tried to combine both words there. Lingering injury uh, that happened towards the end of last season. Um, with his knee, and uh, he just said that uh, it hurts for him to walk upstairs um, and do normal human activities, uh, which is a horrible, horrible sign. He also can't run or jump, which, I mean, like, typically if you injure yourself, like, yeah, you can't do that, but this guy can't walk upstairs. Like, that's really bad. Now, apparently hasn't been ruled out for the whole season yet, but, like, it's bad. Don't bet on him playing. And, the, like, yeah. the thing and this, like, could be, like, a career-altering thing, because, like... I'm just happy this happened after... Like, he might not have contract. too much... Yeah, I know. He might not have too much left. Uh, like, at least he got his money That's already. a bad injury. Like, he couldn't, is... couldn't... Might, like, not see even, like, five more years in the league, honestly. Yeah. If it's really as bad as they say, like that's a hard injury to come back from, and, and especially like, and it's and it seems to be lingering too because he's had that knee problem for his whole career. And what the thing is, it's just like, up, like at certain points they were weren't really sure what the problem was, which is never a good sign. Um, when your medical staff is kind of left like shaking their head or like shrugging their shoulders, they don't really know exactly what the big issue is here. Um, but his knee just isn't working right i guess um but yeah again at the very least at least he's gotten his money already but yeah and he was just like he was playing really well in chicago before like chicago were good before him and uh before he got hurt and then caruso got hurt and then then they just got exposed but he's one of the better perimeter defenders in the league good passer still um Pretty pretty cool re like pretty cool rebounder actually, but just overall a very 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 good player. And now he's... like yeah, he's like one of those point guards that you would like to contend with. Oh, absolutely. That's that's a point guard you can one hundred percent win a championship with. Yeah. And he's only twenty four. Like, well, I guess he's turning twenty five on the twenty seventh. But like, he probably nice. wouldn't see so much more improvement if he was healthy, but. Like, still, like, at this point, is Grease still, like, a starting quality contending point guard? Oh, 100%. Like, you give him to... Which is all you need. Like, that's, like, that's a... Oh, yeah. 
You give him to any. You're not gonna win all these like individual awards, probably, but like you can like compete for championships. Like he could make an all defensive team for sure. Oh yeah, that's that's one thing he could do. Yeah. But yeah, any any contender that doesn't have or any team that wants to be a contender that doesn't have a point guard yet and has like stars around on the team already just missing the point guard if you give them Lonzo Ball there that adds wins to your team instantly mm. um yeah he's a big plus on the court yeah i hope they figure out what's going on cuz he took a lot of flack earlier in his career for not necessarily becoming what his dad said he was going to be even though he's still regardless a really good player um yeah, I don't know. I like, and it's kind of hard to talk about it because we don't really know what's up. So, yeah, sucks for Lonzo, but hopefully, uh, you know, it's not. Well, it is gonna be as bad as we're saying because it's, that's what everyone's saying. But uh, I mean, I guess all we can do is hope and hope and pray that he's back at some point next season, and but hopefully not rushing it because that would not be good. Um, Let's uh, keep talking about the Ball Brothers because Charlotte made two signings uh, just in the past couple weeks. Or past week, I mean. Um, Leangelo Ball has been signed to get another shot. Uh, well, really didn't really have a first shot, but to, I guess, hopefully suit up for the Hornets uh, next season. And the only reason he's there is because Lamelo's his brother and he's the best player on the team. But, um, I mean, LeVar did it. All three sons are in the NBA. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Finally happened. Uh, I mean, he was on the, the, the swarm, which is their G league team for quite some time. He also was signed by the Pistons and I believe he was like, he didn't play in a game, but he was like warming up with the team one time. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all that's happened. And hopefully at this point he can play some NBA minutes for the first time. He's only getting this opportunity because of Lamelo. Yeah, just like the Nassus. Jello was not that good in the G League. Yeah. Jello was not that good in high school. He wasn't highly ranked, super highly recruited. I don't think he was a five star. Um, he's riding on his brother's coattails. Let's. Yeah, like, and I mean, like, hey, I, go get I your money, him, man. I would do the exact same thing. There's no yeah. shame in it. If I were him, I would do the, and some like if I had a if I had a brother that was. That could get me like an NBA contract or something. I do not care. Hey, we've seen it happen with brothers before. You know, you got yeah, Thanasis. Um, I believe J.R. Smith had a brother too. On the I Knicks think so. Yeah, and then he him. said the only reason, the only way he yeah. signed or something is if they signed his yeah. brother too. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. insane. Um, that you mm -hmm. would bend over for J.R. Smith, but whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, like I get it if like Giannis was asking. No, J.R. was pretty good back then. But. He wasn't Not that enough good. to sign to take two roster spots. Like I know LeBron doesn't have any siblings and all that, but like if LeBron had some like five four, like hundred twenty pound guy who's never played basketball in his life, and he was like, "I'll sign with you if you sign my brother too," no hesitation. But J.R. Smith's brother, I don't me. You know very well if if the Pacers had the opportunity to sign like now 20, LeBron, no, no twenty five year old LeBron, prime James, LeBron, oh yeah, you get like a twenty five year old LeBron James, and you just have to deal with this like literal like genuine just bum on your team <laughs> um you, no his because it doesn't mean you have to play him much you can just be straight guard imagine suiting up like a five foot four guy 
who's never played basketball before, he'd go go around like dribbling, like just palming the ball and all that. I'd want to, and like he'd like run around the court head down, just palming it. That'd be so funny. Um, but yeah, no, that's yeah. Like, Wait, Jell-O, have to be, he'd have to be he'd have to be eighteen, so or he'd yes. have to be nineteen. So I don't yeah. think he'd be looking down. Um, no, no, like while he's dribbling the ball, I mean. Yeah, I know. Because he's not like I'm saying. Even if the guy's never played basketball before. I'm talking never touched a basketball. Let's say he was like a soccer player or something. This guy starts juggling he, with the ball. He, but he'd probably get he'd some figure practice, it out in practice before yeah, he, figure it out in pra- <laughs> before he suits up. I don't right. want to see it, though. Um, yeah. But well, I have obviously, this isn't even realistic. Uh, no. I just want to see Jello play like one game and then that's it. Um, and the other guy they signed who I'm actually really happy about because I wanted to see him back, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Um, got signed to Charlotte, and he says that this is the first time that uh, since his rookie season in Dal- in Dallas, like his first start, that a team is willing to try and develop him. That's what he said. Uh, and not just throw him on the back burner like uh, the Knicks and I guess the Blazers he played Blazers, with too. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like a lot of people say that Luka coming to Dallas kind of killed his career, uh, which I mean... Rick Carlisle killed his probably career. Probably a possibility, yeah. Yeah, Rick Carlisle too. But... Uh, but it's I also mean, not like he was like that good. Dennis Smith Jr. was a guy with quite some potential. Um, yeah, De- going into the NBA, he had some good potential. Dennis Smith Jr. shot 39% in his rookie year. I know, but he had potential, though. He wasn't even like a top... Like, he was the ninth pick. He's like a mid-lottery guy. He wasn't like... No one expected him to be some superstar or anything like that. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't like him. I think he's pretty... pretty. Well, anyways, he's back in his hometown... Yeah, good for him. Hometown. J. Cole's boy. Doesn't he have, like, the like the extra ligament in his knee or something like that? Oh, I don't know about that. I remember reading this story. It was about, like, I think it was about Dennis Smith Jr. He tore his ACL or something like that, and normally that's, what, like, six six plus month entry, but he was dunking and all oh, that yeah, in, like, yeah, I know like a month, about. right? Because yeah. he turns out he had an extra ligament, which is insane. Yeah. But, yeah, that was really cool. Um, um, let's talk about the biggest signing. Uh, James Johnson, uh, Indiana. No comment. Mark's favorite NBA player. No comment. Um, who, I mean, can't believe this guy gets his spot over Lance Stevenson on the Pacers roster. But I digress. Uh, Actually, James I Johnson do have a comment. Is a Pacer. I do have a comment on James Johnson. If I see him in person, I will become the biggest fan ever. Because James Johnson is the scariest man in the NBA. Yeah, got two um, black belts. Like I don't care about like like. Did you see what? his MMA thing? Yeah, he's insane. when he was eighteen. When he was eighteen, he knocked out a guy in thirty-seven seconds. Yeah, James Johnson is like a. That's like nuts. A, like, <laughs> that's like, probably like, the only reason the Pacers sign him is to just be a veteran, like a serious veteran. That's like. Oh my a, god, a he's bruiser. from Wyoming. James Johnson's really? from Wyoming. That's so random. He's one of <laughs> how many? How many NBA players do you think there have been from Wyoming? Five. Seven. How's and close? which one do you think is the most well-known? James Johnson. Yeah, James Johnson. James Johnson is the only one to play more than 200, 200 or more NBA games. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, James Johnson, like, if I, if I ever met him, I am going to be so passive, so, like, friendly, so I'm not going to say a word to his face because he could kill me. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's also like six foot, de- like six nine or something. I don't care too. if he was six foot. Like I don't care if he's smaller than me. This guy is a fighter. 
Like when all the NBA players go do their little shoving and all that, and you see like James Johnson walking up, you gotta back off because he can actually just like rock you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. James Johnson. Uh, I mean, like, it's kind of funny because you're just calling him the worst player in the NBA, and he signs to my favorite team. But uh, I mean, I'm pretty disappointed that Lance didn't make the final cut, which very surprising to me. Anyways, I think he could still get picked up midseason. But uh, moving on, uh, Iguodala told Steph Curry that this is his last season in the NBA, number 19. I don't believe it, though, because why wouldn't you go for 20 if you're at 19? Um, but I'm sure the Warriors are welcoming back for the 20th season. But, um, yeah, Iggy's going to be back. Probably not going to play much. Isn't going to be a difference maker. But uh, I have a feeling, uh, obviously, I think you can probably say that he probably has a lot of um, – influence as a veteran and and has a great basketball mind so um yeah I'm, yeah i, mean, I, I like I, honestly i don't really care about the signing like uh, i he, mean like i think he's kind of i'm the warriors the i would warriors, have kept it like yeah he's, like the warriors like he's a, like one of those guys that fits that culture exactly he's, he's there and they're don't. trying to contend keep him um don't and then we have blake griffin going to boston this is a terrible um, signing which doesn't really make a lot of sense. I wanted him to go back to the Clippers just for fun, but um, to Boston, I guess, to try and... I guess um, Brad Stevens, yeah. after having Ime fall, thought that Blake Griffin would be a good replacement, but... Um, Ime? What you mean, Gallo? Yeah. No, Ime. Like, after all that drama, they just wanted to, like, sign, pl- sign Prime Blake Griffin. Prime uh, Blake. If we see Prime Blake Griffin this season, imagine, I'll buy you. I'll buy you a Celtics. I'll buy you Blake Griffin jersey. The Celtics Blake jersey. I'll, I'll get you one. Imagine if he averages, if, resurgences and he averages twenty a game. If he plays like pissed, like I'm, I'm like that Pistons year. Pistons where he Blake like, might have been Prime Blake. That was though. the best year of Blake. Like the best year of Blake. Shooting was that... threes. I remember he did this three where he he was dribbling in the corner. He throws it between his own legs, yeah, crosses insane. Isaac Bonga, and shoots a corner fading three. It was nuts. Blake Griffin, like that, I think it was his first year in Detroit. Yeah, he, like, those red and blue, like that blue stripe, red, oh man. Yeah, they made it to the playoffs, they got swept by the Bucks, cause, and I think Blake was hurt in that series anyway. Yeah, yeah. But um, that was the best Blake Griffin I've ever seen, because he man, was that insane. Was that was my first year being an NBA fan. He, he was wild. Or wait, um, no, no, Blake played in the Clippers one year. <laughs> yeah, no, Blake was so good that if we see that Blake again, actually, then the Celtics, uh, they're going to be incredible but we are not going to see that Blake again I'm very confident yeah, um, I don't think so yeah I don't know so uh, yeah I guess that's all we have to say for today uh, besides um, the preseason's happening very soon the uh, NBA Tokyo games just happened um, where I think there's a few games like uh, the Clippers played some uh, Maccabi team and um or maybe it just I'm not sure but there's some like international preseason thing going on. Uh the Lake uh the the Warriors played in Tokyo. James Wiseman and they played against the Wizards in Tokyo. James Wiseman had a great performance but it is only preseason. He had 20 points, 9 rebounds. Um and his teammate Steph Curry signed a lifetime 1 billion dollar deal with Under Armour. Has it signed um, it yet? Has not. Or is oh he's going to sign it? They're like figuring it out, I think. Oh, okay, well. But it's gonna, it's like going to happen. That's crazy. <laughs> One that is insane. Dollars. Um, how does that work though? A lifetime contract, like, how much you get? It's paid just yes to represent them. You just, I don't know. 
and first of all like how much do you get paid per year and by lifetime do they mean like a lifetime prison sentence where it's 25 years or do they mean like, no until i think it's silly dies yeah but then like does he just get like like is it let's say let's say does he get like 500 million split evenly across like however many years he lives and then does he get like the rest after he dies or who knows i have no idea how like lebron has one too and i have no idea how it works yeah, it's probably just like passed down to his children and stuff when he dies. Hey man, if like if I was Steph Curry's kid and he like he passed away and all that, and then boom, I got like a three hundred million dollar bonus. If, I'd I'd be pr like hey, if I'm any NBA if I'm any like NBA stars kid, I'm just doing whatever that I find. I'm gonna do like have a job that job. Is, like, yeah, I'd work. There, if look, if my I'd like, do something fun that's like part time because I want to have something to do. I would not. Apparently, it gets boring not doing anything all no, the time. No, but I would go out. Like I'd like go. Like I know I'd you'd go things. out, but like like I don't mean like go out to like the club or whatever. Like I mean like go and like explore. Hey, the if world. I could be an NBA kids guy and I could just be like doing graphic design all the time and like stuff like that. Hey, <laughs> hey. You gotta, you do... gotta, you gotta do more. You gotta do like if if I'm an, if I'm let's say I'm Steph Curry or I'm LeBron I'm Brawny. No, let's I know I do I do I'm all these things. I go out all the time and do all these things, travel all that, but I can also have something that I'm like I am not working doing, a second you know? in my life. You change I'm your not, mind. You change your mind. I I'm not like I'm not like going to work for someone else. Yeah, I know you work for yourself. No, no. Not a chance like I'm employed by someone. Unless it's like an NBA team or something like that. Like that's obviously a different scenario, but also I don't think I'd grind like that to get into the NBA if I know like I'm filthy rich no matter what. I'd still probably try if I get like, genetics. Like I can respect it. Like I really if I had those LeBron Steph genetics. Curry. Hell yeah. Like the Ste the Steph Curry thing, where like your dad's an and was a fairly good NBA player too, right? Like you got money and all that, but you still did all that. It's pretty pretty impressive. And a lot of these players, like I know, like. Shaq told his kids that he's not giving them any of their money until they, any of his money until they get a degree. No like, cheese like, till a you good get degree. two degrees. Yeah, like like they all have to get That's like degrees or make it in something. Like I think like a couple of his kids are like in law or something, but like they're he said like you can't get a like anything until you have worked for it. I guess. Um, then I do the bare minimum. I'm getting like. Like, I think he said like he wanted them to get a master's. Fine. I'm getting a master's in, like, fine arts or something. Actually, I'm just getting a master's in whatever interests me the most. Yeah. And that I can enjoy. Yeah, enjoy the And, um, yeah, I know, I don't know if you saw that thing with Shaq where he was, uh, when he was in, um, Phoenix, they were only doing remote, uh, classes, and I think it was when he was injured and he wanted to, like, go to school or something, and they only did remote classes, but Shaq wanted to learn it in person, and they said, oh, but I can't do that for you because you can't have a class for one guy, right? So he paid 15 of his friends to go do this master's degree with him in person. I mean, he has the money. Yeah, he paid 15 of his friends to go and do it with him. That's so that's such a good story. Shaq is like Shaq is when it comes to the money stuff, Shaq is very comfortably one of the smartest and like yeah. athletes yeah. ever. Investments, everything. All that, just in, like, like handling money, because everyone knows who Shaq is, right? Like, and and like the, the beginning like, is so funny, because like the very first paycheck, like he spent it all by accident on three cars, cars for his family, and then and then he got into this money management thing, and he said, 
With um, the little Jewish guy, he said. That's what he said. Oh, and I think it was the reason that he went to school uh, in uh, when he was in Phoenix is because he was doing these deals, uh, like brand deals, right? Uh, and he'd like meet the representative of the brand, and they'd like they'd talk with Shaq for like a second. They'd introduce themselves to that, and then they'd turn to Shaq's like lawyers and all that stuff. Uh, and Shaq didn't like that, so he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna get my degree. I'm gonna, you know." And then he went and did that. Like everyone knows, Shaq, like I was talking to my parents. Parents know nothing about basketball. They know who Michael Jordan was through the clothing, right? Like through the clothing and the shoes. They yeah. had no clue who LeBron was. They like I mean, so like, do you know Shaquille O'Neal? And they're like, oh, Doctor Shaq. Yeah, he they is a, instantly <laughs> know who he was. Instantly, yeah. right away, no hesitation, knew exactly who he was. He's like the big. Like tall honestly, guy. Shaq might have the biggest face in NBA history. Like, in terms so, like, of like, to like the. Uh, to probably, like the general like uh, it's definitely you think still it's Jordan. Jordan? I think his his could very well be bigger than I don't know Jordan's kind of off like off the radar now that he's not like, his face but like the name yeah like the face is probably Shaq though but the name is definitely yeah. Jordan yeah yeah um just through like all the uh, well the Jordan yeah. brand but the face Shaq yeah all right well uh, I guess that's all we have for this week uh it's good to be back I think this is a pretty good episode in terms of every all this news that we had. Um, but yeah, um, thank you for listening. Uh, have a great rest of your morning, evening, night, afternoon, whenever you're listening. And uh, hopefully catch you next week. <laughs>